Welcome to Vegas Circle with Paki and Chris. And today joining the circle with us, we are excited to have Kelly Numero, who is an entrepreneur and the co-founder of Wilson Gabrielle. She is now a certified nutrition coach who recently started Wellness by Kelly. Thanks for joining the circle, Kelly. We're excited to have you. How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you guys so much for having me. I'm so happy to be here tonight. Love having Las Vegas natives. What was it like for you growing up in Vegas? Oh, man. Growing up with Vegas, I always tell people, like, it was not as exciting as everyone (laughs) thinks it might be. Um, I was born here in 1990, and... It's kind of just super suburban, you know, we would go on vacations as a family and we would tell like other kids that we met at hotels and stuff. Yeah, we live in Vegas and they're like, oh, you live in a hotel on the strip? Like, nope. <laughs> Nobody gets that there's life off the strip. Yes, exactly. It's like there is a whole world outside of that. But I was that guy too before I moved to Vegas. I was the same person. That's all I thought it was the lights and the casinos and the gambling and the drinking, but that's why I moved here. You <laughs> can have anytime you want. It's right in your backyard. So before we transition to talk about Wellness by Kelly, we know that you had graduated from USC and that's where you met your husband, Chad, and received your bachelor's in communications there. And then you ended up going to NYU and got your master's in business. Was your original goal after school to go work for your family's business? Was that kind of your original strategy? Gosh, you know, I always kind of waffled back and forth. Mm-hmm. Between wanting to do work for my family's business and wanting to do my own thing. And I went to SC, which is where my whole family went. My dad went there. My brother and sister went there after I did. And I got a degree in communications. And I thought that eventually I would want to start my own wedding planning business, like event planning. And so I went back to NYU in when I was about 23 in 2013 and I got my MBA there and I had worked for a wedding planner named Colin Cowie while I was there. And I was doing a lot of their budgeting and finance stuff, building Excel sheets, the not so fun part. (laughs) And I realized that very quickly, I didn't really want to be an event planner anymore because dealing with brides is not the most fun thing. (laughs) (laughs) So I thought to myself, okay, I'll come back and work for my family's business. And I did that for about four years while I was working with my sister doing Wilson Gabrielle. And I love it so much. It's such a blessing to be able to work with family. But at the end of the day, the casino industry just isn't my passion. And so I have made now my mess, my message, and all of the things that I've gone through in terms of health issues and how I've healed my own body, that's kind of what I'm sharing and, and what I'm doing now. So yeah, that's it's, huge. Not, it's not a very normal kind of family business atmosphere. And, uh, you know, it's a pretty big company that you're yeah. working with. So how is it working with family, like in an environment like that, that seems really from outside perspective, really intense and high energy and really kind of the decisions you're making are for thousands of people versus, you know, a little mom and pop shop on the corner. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, it definitely gets intense, but the great thing about my family is that we all love being together. Like there is nothing we enjoy more and it's always kind of been an environment, even when we were kids. And I was like working as an intern for my dad, like from the time I was like 14, 15 years old during the summers, we would talk about work when we're home and we talk about home stuff like a little bit when we're at work and it's kind of just a mixed environment. And so 
the fact that we all spend so much time together, like obviously those two worlds are going to bleed, but we just love being together so much that it, it doesn't matter if we're talking about work when it's not work hours. You transitioned for a short period and we're doing some marketing and PR uh, for the UFC, which is another business that your, your family owns. Yeah, I did. Oh gosh. I think that was even before I went to SC or maybe in my first or second year there. It was, I was like right before I went to uh, college. So how was that experience doing the marketing and seeing how the UFC is now compared to how it was before and how huge it is around the world? I mean, going from what the UFC was to what it is now or even what it was when my parent or my dad and my uncle sold it, it it's an incredible thing to see going from like this one little octagon that was had no rules and no regulations to them really making it what it was and getting it to be, you know, on demand and selling it yep. worldwide. Like it's just crazy how yep. that happened. And marketing was a huge part of that, right? Um, yep. Being able to sell those pay-per-views is like, that's where the bread and butter is. Yeah. So it seems like you have a bunch of different kind of things that you were doing. You go to the admin side, the PR side and going to business school yep. and a really pulling everything together. And then finally what you decided to turn that into creating your own business. Yeah. How did that transition happen? And is, you know, was it tough to make that jump into doing your own thing? You know, it's so funny. It, it really happened so organically. I had my son, I had just finished going to get a degree in health and nutrition, which I kind of just was, I wasn't sure what I wanted to do it with it. I was like, mm, well, you know, we'll see what happens. I might just do it to have the, the knowledge and just do it for myself. So I was, I had my son and then I, we, I had had him for like two months and I decided I was like, I want to take health coaching clients, but I'm going to do it when my maternity leave is up. And I had no idea how I was going to get a website ready and all that stuff. And then coronavirus hit and it was just like, kind of a blessing in disguise that I gave me all this time to work on my site, to create content, to develop a membership plan for people who um, don't necessarily want a full coaching program, but also still want to lead a healthy lifestyle. So that was really great in terms of timing. And I got a lot of opportunity to get things done. And then at the same time, I had been working on Wilson Gabrielle with my sister and she started to just feel a little overwhelmed with working for my parents' company because she still works there in operations. Sure. And also doing Wilson Gabrielle, it was just becoming too much. And kind of burning the candle everywhere. Both ends, which is exactly how I got to the worst place in my health journey. So I totally understood where she was coming from. And I was like, actually had written down in my journal at the beginning of the year that I wanted to figure out a way to kind of branch off on my own. And she did it for me which was such a gift because I don't think our relationship is so close. I don't think I ever would have been able to tell her like, Oh yeah, I, I want to do my own thing. I just love her too much. And for her to tell me, it was like the most perfect ending to that story. Awesome. Not, not awesome in that way, but you know what I mean? I have older brothers. So I know how it is when you're close friends and best friends, but you never want to hurt people's feelings, which I understand for sure. But on the flip side, you know, when your passions have kicked in, you know, I see it, you know, I had heard about Wilson Gabrielle from my wife and you guys did some amazing, amazing things with, you know, the fashion industry and, and branding. And I was telling Chris about it. You know, you guys did a very good job. 
and I saw you guys working with Bethany Page, and uh, she's been on. She's awesome. I saw she was on your podcast. Before we transition to what you're doing right now, which is Wellness by Kelly, what's one gem that you learned from your father? And for our listeners that don't know, uh, you know, the Fertitta family, uh, Frank Fertitta is your father that owns Station Casinos. What's one gem that you, you've learned from him? Let's see. There's so much, you know, um, yeah, sure. over the years. Probably what gets measured gets done. That's what something that his dad always told him and he always told me. And it's just about when you set a goal for anything or you want to know what's working in the business, you can't make decisions without looking at the data. And I think that so many times, even like when we were, Victoria and I were first starting our business, we would just want to make these like instinctual decisions, but it's, it's really not a good idea to do that. You really have to look at all the data, everything that you can measure, see what's working and what's not, and then you can make a decision at the end of the day. So I think that's probably, that's, that's so slow that's like, down. Yeah, that's, that's me and Chris. Chris is like the data analytics. I'm like the, the hard the impulse decision. <laughs> okay. That's my, uh, my go-to. <laughs> I love it, yes. I think that like you can look at it in a uh, human resources type of way too, right? And like looking at how you interact with your team members and all of that. And if you're making an effort on a consistent basis, you'll see that connection come back too. So I think it, it really works in all aspects of business, not just on paper. So. Yeah, yeah, that's one part that I miss a little bit on the human relations front. I'm mostly data-oriented decisions. So that's a good point. I'm about to put that in my own <laughs> life. Why did you become a vegan? Was it health scenario or was it diet? What made you want to do that? So I had tried, I come from a family of meat eaters, first of all. Like no one yep. in my family is vegan. So when this whole thing started, they were like, what is going on here? Like we're having steak. What? <laughs> so I had really tried every diet in the book and I was tired all the time and I had brain fog. I had weight that I couldn't lose. And finally I was like, you know, this is the only thing that's left. Like I might as well give it a shot and see what happens. And this was before any of those documentaries like on Netflix and stuff had come out. Like I might as well try. So I was adding a bunch more plants into my diet and I actually did keep seafood for a while. That was the last thing to go. And I just felt, I was eating seafood probably like two or three times a week at that point, but mostly plants. And within a matter of, I would say eight weeks, I had lost about 10 pounds. I had never felt like I had more energy. I just felt so much better in my body and mentally as well. So it was a slam dunk for me. And after going to nutrition school, it's not something that I think that everybody has to do to feel good in their bodies. But I do think that crowding out processed foods with whole foods, there's no question that you're going to feel better if you're feeling any of the symptoms I was feeling in the past. So So is that where you kind of got the idea to start Wellness by Kelly? Uh, You know, with all the COVID things that are going on, you just said, hey, I got to do this by myself and get this launched? Yeah, I think that after I gave birth to my son, I realized that, you know, you don't need all these birth controls and medications and stuff like that to manage your hormones. You can do it yourself. And with small lifestyle changes, you can heal your own body. So that was kind of like living proof to me that I had really come full circle and been able to make a shift in my life. And, you know, three months after having him, I had lost all the weight. I feel so great. And I was like, 
I might, I knew that I wanted to be in wellness because I had been talking about it on Wilson Gabrielle for a while when I still thought it was going to be Wilson Gabrielle, but I didn't know that it was going to turn into wellness by Kelly and have all of these different aspects that it, it has now. But, so I'm curious, yeah. is Chad a vegan too? Uh, you know, we were talking about him eating and cooking earlier. Chad is not a vegan. That makes me feel better to know all the food that you were cooking. I was like, man. Uh, no, he's not a vegan, but he grew up vegan. His mom and dad actually, oddly enough, raised him that way. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And then as soon as he got a car and could drive, he was sneaking off to Taco Bell. So he obviously went the opposite way because he was forced to be a vegan. <laughs> so now at home, he eats what I cook. And then uh, if we go out to a restaurant or something, he'll get steak or sushi or whatever it is he wants. So. Yeah, I'm curious. You know, it seems like the hardest part about being vegan is finding vegan food. So for somebody as busy as you are, you have, you know, a business you're working on, a child, a husband. And how do you find the time to shop and cook vegan? That seems like I would love to do it. It's just the accessibility is so hard. Yeah. So here's a couple things. So shopping. Or I, I get all of my groceries delivered. And it's funny that you are asking this tonight because tomorrow I'm actually doing an IGTV of all the groceries that we order so people have that and they can go back to it whenever they're grocery shopping. Oh, so that's exciting. Awesome. But so I have groceries delivered twice a week. We order a ton of produce. And then usually on Sundays, I'll meal prep all the veggies mm. so that they're already cooked. I just can throw them into a pasta or throw them into like a stir fry, something that's really easy and takes like 15 minutes to heat up. And then the base is either like a brown rice noodle or brown rice or black rice, like things that are super easy to just throw together, throw a sauce on and they're done. Because like you said, I have a baby, a six month old, and it's hard to manage. You know, I can't cook a three-course meal. <laughs> yeah, it's tough, man. Yeah, I, got, I got two little ones. And I'm, I'm glad you brought up black rice because I transitioned to eat black rice. Uh, and it's, okay. so for our listeners out there, uh, you've got to go to Kelly's website. She has these guides, and I picked up one of them, where she talks about prenatal care and vitamins to celery. Um, and the one that I picked up was about recipes. Um, and it's very, very good. I'll give you a shout-out. It's very good. Thank um, you. Yeah, you have some really good tips on there. And, and uh, Chris and I laugh all the time because I can't do a diet, but you have to make a lifestyle change. And he has some really good tips on how to do it. Like, for example, you we were talking about coffee yeah. versus matcha. And I've been hearing a lot about, you know, doing green tea versus coffee, you know, different yeah. things to kind of, you know, keep your uh, energy level up, you know, like you're yeah. talking about. So one of the main questions I got for you, celery juice. Yes. Share that and what the benefits are and why you highly recommend it. Uh, I thought it was nasty at the beginning, but I want to hear from the expert. Oh my gosh. Okay. So celery juice is literally this amazing healing food and it sounds so crazy, but I can tell you not just me, there are multiple people out there who will tell you that it works. So basically there's a mineral salt that's in celery that when you digest it, it goes through you and really detoxifies your colon and it can have benefits from anything from better skin, better hair, better energy. But the best thing about it is that it promotes really good digestion. So when you drink it in the morning, you'll just feel lighter. Um, that's all I'll say. <laughs> drink it on an empty stomach, right? On empty empty stomach. stomach, first yeah. thing in the morning. And then I usually recommend following that with a bowl of fruit and your system will be completely detoxified so that you have better digestion all day long for the rest of the day. I have a juicer at the house. 
and I was drinking celery juice in the beginning, but it was nasty. But you get your <laughs> juice for sure. For my people who who say the celery juice doesn't taste good when they're first starting out, I say yeah. cut it in half with a cucumber. So peel a cucumber and do half celery, half cucumber, and then keep cutting the cucumber down until you can get used to the taste. I wish I would have heard you a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, talk about some of the healthy alternatives, um, you know, a lot of the items that don't um, sacrifice your taste. My favorite swap is kelp noodles or palmini noodles. So kelp noodles, you can just soften. And I tell people how to do that on my Instagram all the time. So you can soften those and put whatever sauce, like a tomato sauce or pesto on them, or palmini noodles are just hearts of palm that come canned that are a really great alternative for pasta. I love making sweet potato toast, so slicing sweet potato really thin lengthwise and putting avocado on it or peanut butter and jelly and making toast like that rather than processed bread. Having cauliflower instead of rice is a great alternative. You can do, like they sell it in a bag that's like frozen. Anything to get more fiber and whole food sources rather than things that are processed is what I always try to tell my clients and the people who follow me on Instagram. So let's go back to matcha. Do you think it really can give you more energy than coffee or an espresso? So here's the thing about coffee. It's the crash afterwards, whereas matcha is this energy that will be sustained throughout the day just because of the way that green tea works and the caffeine in it. And it's, it doesn't spike so high. And then another benefit of matcha is that it has a lot of antioxidants. So you're getting this antioxidant boost in the green tea, boosting your metabolism. You're having a sustained energy boost throughout the day without the crash. The coffee gives you a little high. It's almost like you want to drink it, feel good for a little bit, but then you feel terrible afterwards. Yeah, like 3 p.m. You're like, where's my coffee? <laughs> where's my next coffee? Matcha is kind of, it's the green tea, right? It's, um, uh, and when you drink that, you don't get that crazy spike of energy like you would with coffee. Yeah, exactly. It's just like a, almost like a powder. You mix it with hot water and then I like to pour it over almond milk with like a little bit of stevia or cacao powder sometimes mixed in because it tastes like chocolatey good delicious drink and i'm telling you it's just as good as coffee i do the matcha green tea frap at starbucks it's not that one right that's that one full of sugar so it's <laughs> that, that is the green tea but the ones at starbucks got a lot of sugar in it but i'll, I'll forgive you on that one <laughs> disorder eating um, i know you specialize in that so disordered eating is when you are creating habits around food that are restrictive or obsessive. So the reason that I decided to specialize in that was because that's something that I honestly struggled with. And it wasn't until recently that I came out on my Instagram and let people know that um, because it's something that's kind of shamed in our society. And um, I was really embarrassed about it. The fact that I, you know, would restrict food in order to create this like perfect body image that I really wanted. And it's so funny that I had to learn the hard way that eating more carbs and eating more calories, I have a body that I would am so much happier in than when I was ever restrictive. But that's life, right? That's yeah, sure. Learn lessons. And, and that is one of the biggest messages that I want to put out to girls and women all over the world and not just women, men too. Um, anyone who has body image issues, it's like, 
this is the one body you've been given for a reason and loving everything that it allows you to do from talking to you guys on this podcast to being able to move my body every day to playing with my son. Like, Oh God, I'm so grateful that I have my body and, and I'm so sad for all the times that I forgot. You shared that, especially with everything that's happening on social media and, and what's happening with suicide. I don't know if you've ever heard of Nick Santanastasio. He's literally got one arm, uh, one finger, no legs. He has hand heart syndrome. He's currently touring with Tony Robbins. I interviewed him last year. And uh, what he talked about with, with all the, the, the suicide that teens are going through, I mean, it's just, it was an eye-opener for Chris and I. It's just unbelievable. And, and I appreciate you sharing that because a lot of people are uncomfortable and embarrassed to be able to share that. So you went to yoga. And have you been doing that for a long time? I saw you doing it with your baby boy and your husband. I've been doing yoga for about 10 years now. It's one of my favorite ways to get grounded, to get clarity and ready for my day but i have to give credit to my husband the first one of the first dates he took me on was to a yoga studio in downtown la and awesome. i fell in love with it that's awesome you're in the process of becoming uh, certified in yoga and plotting so yeah i am on my last training right now for to be a certified Pilates instructor and doing a yoga teacher training that takes a little bit longer, but I'm in the middle of it now. So yeah, I'm loving it. And how do you, you know, one thing we, we've had somebody else talk about doing yoga in the past and, you know, being instructor, are you going to get a lot of people like me who've never done it before? Or are you going to get people who are more experienced who are wanting to kind of take it to the next level? I think both. I'm really excited about having both too, because I was a beginner once myself and I know that it's not easy to, yeah. <laughs> I'm a lot more flexible. Um, yeah. I'm still working on it every day. It's a practice. It's a journey. And that's why, you know, you keep going back to your mat is because every day is different and you're constantly learning, but I, yeah, I definitely would like to work with both types of people, whatever opportunities that I get, I think it'll be great. But most of it is, filming videos that go up on my website so that I can reach more people. And that's actually something that I have been getting a ton of requests for is more beginners and um, mm. postnatal videos. So that's something that's in the works right now. Yeah. I think that'd be helpful. Cause I would love it if I didn't um, feel like I'm so insecure about getting out there and being not as limber as I think I am. <laughs> <laughs> Yoga is for everyone. I will definitely get some of those up there soon. <laughs> Yeah, I'm looking forward to those. You're not the first person to mention that, so I'm looking forward to somebody getting me uh, get out there and trying it. <laughs> so talk about the power of meditation and your perspective on how it's helped you and how it's centered you in the morning. So meditation is honestly the thing that's shifted my life to the most. This practice is what has allowed me to become mindful about everything in my life, whether it's anxiety or being a control freak or what I'm eating and making intuitive decisions, connecting with myself more. I used to run around in fight or flight mode all the time, just not ever listening to my body, not ever making a decision that I was connected to. When I got anxious, I would just continue going and power through. And like you said at the beginning, burn the candle at both ends and sitting down every morning, sometimes twice a day, connecting with my breath, connecting with an intention that I want to set for my day and how I want to feel that day and just slowing down and not having any other noise going on. You know, you're always going to hear 
there's always going to be mental chatter and you're always going to hear things coming up, but taking the quiet time to kind of just notice your thoughts. That's what mindfulness meditation is. It's not about the thoughts going away. It's about noticing them. Taking that time is what sets me up every day for a successful, less reactive, more connected day. It's great that you mentioned that uh, for sure about meditation. You know, I've been hearing about a lot of schools uh, that are implementing that, like in LA and I heard in Chicago, um, you know, they call them different terms. I want to get too spiritual. But at the same time, you know, I'm hearing a lot about what they're doing to help kids to calm them down, uh, you know, to get the noise out of their mind. And I've heard, you know, it's helped a lot with ADD. So I was definitely positive. So we got to ask you, we asked everybody about this. What is your favorite restaurant in Las Vegas? Oh gosh, that's tough. My husband and I have been, because, you know, quarantine, it makes it so hard. We haven't been to a restaurant in so long. <laughs> we love sushi. And we have been ordering in every Friday night from Eat Blue or Blue Ribbon Sushi. Their handle on Instagram is Eat Blue Ribbon. That's why I said eat. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Blue Ribbon, it's at Red Rock. The quality of the food there is just like unlike any other sushi place and I eat veggie rolls so like I don't know as much but my husband even says their fish is amazing we love it as takeouts yeah. it's great it's good food yeah I've been there at Red Rock yeah yeah I love that dog oh that's my boy what's next for Kelly what's on the horizon you know what's the plan oh gosh couple things so I'm hoping to launch a 30 day challenge around the holidays or just after the new year to get everyone interacting with each other, competing with each other and trying to get well on a whole new level. Cause most of the fitness challenges you see out there are just food and exercise. I want it to be really full circle where you're connecting with your purpose and you're connecting with your spiritual side as well. And having all my community kind of really compete with each other in a, in a healthy, good way on getting well. So that's, that's the plan. You know, that's powerful. Is there anything else that you want to share that, that was all your heart that we forgot to ask you? No, um, I guess just if you want to connect with me more, head over to wellnessbykelly.com. Um, I have memberships that you can sign up for where you get a new workout and a new plant-based recipe, tons of meditations, all for $9.99 a month. And I offer health coaching there as well. Good stuff, man. You guys can definitely check her out. Definitely check her website out. You got to support local Las Vegas businesses. You know, we've been pushing that for sure. Kelly's got some great things on there, so definitely support her. So appreciate you hanging out with us, Kelly. Definitely. Thank you, guys. Wish you the best luck. Thanks for joining us. That was